Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord God, for this time we have reading today. Lord, today, September the 10th, we're reading of your holy word. Be with us. Lord, give us ears to hear, eyes to hear, a spirit of knowledge and enthusiasm. Lord, you created us for your purpose. You love us. You're fond of us. We're your favorite. We are your favorite children, and we thank you. I love you, Lord. Thank you for loving us and demonstrating your love through all you give us, Lord. All the, all the health, all the wealth, all the joy, all the laughter. Our Father, the family of God. Amen. Isaiah 6, chapter 1 through 725. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I, Isaiah, saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's army. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Again, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Again, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundation, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, It's all over. I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among the people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphims flew to me with a burning coal, he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom shall I send as a messenger to this people? Whom shall I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am send me and he said yes go and say to this people listen carefully but do not understand watch closely but learn nothing harden the hearts of these people plug their ears and shut their eyes that way they will not see with their eyes nor hear with their ears nor understand with their hearts and turn to me for healing then I said, Lord, how long will this go on? And he replied, Until their towns are empty, their houses are deserted, and the whole country is a wasteland until the Lord has sent everyone away and the entire land of Israel lies deserted. If even a tenth, a remnant, survive, it will be invaded again and burned. But as a terebinth or an oak tree leaves a stump when it is cut down so Israel's stump will be a holy seed. When Ahaz son of Jotham and grandson of Uzziah was king of Judah King Bezim of Zerah and Pekah son of Remaliah the king of Israel 
set out to attack Jerusalem. However, they weren't unable to carry out their plan. The news had come to the royal court of Judah. Shirai is allied with Israel against us. So the hearts of the king and his people tremble with fear, like trees shaking in a storm. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Take your son, Shear Jashub, and go out to meet King Ahaz. You will find him at the end of the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool, near the road leading to the field where the cloth is washed. Tell him, stop worrying, tell him. He doesn't need to fear the, the fierce anger of those two burdened out embers. Burn out embers. King Rezin of Syria and Pekah son of Remaliah. Yes, the kings of Syria and Israel are plotting against him, saying, We will attack Judah and capture it for ourselves. Then we will install the son of Tabil of, as Judah's king. But this is what the Sovereign Lord says. This invasion will never happen. It will never take place. For Syria is no stronger than its capital, Damascus. And Damascus is no stronger than its king, Rezin. As for Israel, within 65 years, it will be crushed and completely destroyed. Israel is no stronger than its capital, Samaria. And Samaria is no stronger than its king, Pekah, son of Ramalia. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot, I cannot make you stand firm. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. Later, the Lord sent this message to King Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign of confirmation. Ahas, make it as difficult as you want, as high as heaven or as deep as the place of the dead. Ooh. But the king refused. No, he said, I will not test the Lord like that. Then Isaiah said, Listen well, you royal family of David. Isn't it enough to exhaust human patience? Must you exhaust the patience of my God as well? All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. By the time this child is old enough to choose what is right and reject what is wrong, he will be eating yogurt and honey. <laughs> For before the child is that old, the lands of the two kings you fear so much will both be deserted. Then the Lord will bring things on you, your nation and your family, unlike anything since Israel broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria upon you. In that day, the Lord will whistle for the army of southern Egypt and for the army of Assyria. They will swarm around you like flies and bees. They will come in vast hordes and settle in the fertile areas and also in the desolated valleys, caves, and thorny places. In that day, the Lord will hire a razor from beyond the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria, and use it to shave off everything, your land, your crops, and your people. In that day, a farmer will be fortunate to have a cow and two sheep or goats left. Nevertheless, there will be enough milk for everyone because so few people will be left in the land. They will eat their, their fill of yogurt and honey. In that day, the lush vineyards now worth a thousand pieces of silver will become patches of briars and thorns. 
the entire land will be a, become a vast expanse of briars and thorns, a hunting ground overrun by wildlife. No one will go to the fertile hillsides where the gardens once grew, for briars and thorns will cover them. Cattle and sheep and goats will grace there. Okay, now we will talk about what we read here. Uh, it says right here that uh, I like the way that king says, ask, he told the king, don't fear those king of Assyria. I like what it says, they are a burned out amber. Those two kings that threatened to come and attack Jerusalem. Mm. He goes, don't fear them, the prophet said. Mm, I said, they, 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 they don't have any strength like like the the, uh, the city of Damascus and Damascus has no strength like its king says you know they have no they have no power and he says besides that in 65 years they're going to be all wiped away mm -hmm. and he says ask me for a sign mm. he says ask me for a sign and he says as hard as can be from the top of the heaven to the earth down with below where the dead are he goes and uh, I will Lord will give you and then the king said oh no I don't want to I don't want to test the Lord she's like a lot of people says I don't want to commit into believing God I don't yeah. want to you know step out in faith because I'm going to be disappointed or something like that you know you know they said people do not receive because they they don't uh, open up and right. another place is said talked about uh, it said um, alright then the Lord himself will give you the sign Amen. Right. And then he came, <laughs> Amen. And the Lord decided. But you see, I'm wondering how long did the Ahas, how long was it before Isaiah and then Jesus came? He's talking to he's talking to the nation of Israel uh -huh. like if it's a person that lived forever. People live and die, live and die a hundred. I think it's at least eight hundred years or seven hundred years or something like that. Even uh, before. Isaiah and Jesus before this prophecy. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the only thing, the way he's speaking to Israel, like Israel is a, is a forever spirit. One generation dies, another generation is born, and they have that same promise that a, a Savior is going to come. They have the same... That's why we inherited sin. That's why we inherited salvation that passed so long ago, and Jesus took care of it through that everything is eternal I mean you're going to follow me that's heavy heavy stuff but I like this where it says right here this invasion will never happen it will never take place for Syrah is no stronger than its capital and for Israel it was 65 years it will be crushed Israel will be no stronger than its capital and then it says down here it's really strange it says this unless your faith is firm oh yeah I cannot make you stand, stand firm. firm. That's beautiful. I underline that. And that is so like... Unless your faith is firm, firm I cannot make you stand firm. firm. Yeah. You know, we plea and we ask God for talents and for this and that. And he says to make our faith firm first. And how does faith come? By hearing the word and Re hearing and reading, about Christ. And reading and reading. Now, one thing about this that just stood out for me is that it says, Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. So we all have a measure of faith that the Lord has imparted to us. So we already have it. So it's like you said, how do we, how do we uh, bring it alive, you know, for our situation? We, we know when it's there and we know when it's not there. Right. How do we keep it going on, you know, when in critical parts, critical times? Yeah. 
But it, for me also, it's like it's like co-laboring with God a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, you're doing your part. You're hearing the word. You're listening to the word. You're meditating on the word, speaking the word. That's your part. Now, um, and God works with that. See, he can he can move on your behalf because it says, I cannot make you stand firm. So, you know, you got to be like Kenneth Copeland was just saying. Speak the word, speak the word, say the word. Just keep saying it, keep saying it until you believe in your spirit. It's there. So, um, you know, that's something that the Lord won't make us do because that's our, our role to co-labor with him to bring forth the promises for any problems that we may encounter. Now, amen. Now, if we back up, it says, but this is seven, uh, but this is what the sovereign Lord says. This invasion will never happen. Now, who's uh-huh. he talking to? He's talking to the king, uh, Ahas. He's talking to Ahas. He's, he's encouraging them. He says, it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Right, They're right. not that strong. They're going to uh-huh. be destroyed. And then he tells him, unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. And later the Lord came back again to encourage him, and Mm -hmm. he sent a a message. He said, ask the Lord your God for a sign, for confirmation, so your faith can stand firm. Mm. That's why it's so important. To ask for a sign or confirmation. So he comes back again as a father, he gives us some more advice. That's why it's so important for us to go ahead and write out. You remember we had a, a, a list of all the miracles God had done in our lives? Yeah. And we had it on the wall. I don't know where. It, I think we put it away. We took it down from the bathroom. So we, we ought to make another list of all the miracles that God has done in our lives. Amen. Because our faith will stand strong yeah. through the boiling, through yes. the prayer, and through the results. Yes. The tire, yeah. the real estate, the IRS, and the results. Right. The The... the the, the financial miracles that we've received over and over again yeah. and then we have to list them again even the small ones you know the TVs yeah, the, the cable remote thing. controls and stuff yes. free Wi-Fi free, free, free $500 for a mattress <laughs> and then I, I pray for a DVD and it's yeah, like two three up. days let yeah. me just believe Yeah. I remember when you picked it up you didn't think it was no big deal it was, you know, it was meant to be and I yeah. prayed for it and there it is yeah, somebody there it threw is. it outside and, and I remember I said Definitely, it's for the person who put it out was concerned about somebody getting it because it was packaged in a nice little plastic and had the little tape with the remote so nothing would get separated. So I had no problem doing that because I knew that that was from God. <clears throat> we we brought it home, it worked. We had to send the lady a thank you note. Yeah. I don't know what she said. The Lord bless you. And, you know, give her a testimony of all the items we have done. So you know, there's so many. I'd like to actually have a poster board like that, you know, and let's and it's visual in your eyesight because what happens is, you know, you may have overcome a situation and now in three years later, you're encountering something like you said, you're getting pressed again and boiled because of whatever. And you're recalling to your memory all the times God has not let you down. And so your faith rises up. Knowing my God takes care of me. No devil, you know, he is going to come through for me, you know, and you just keep begin to reach up and stay in faith and be firm in your faith because you've seen it time and time again. That's why. Beautiful, beautiful. And that's the faith that can believe God for a, for a vehicle. That's the faith 
that these ministers have. You know, yeah. they, they believe. Mm -hmm. I believe that house for an is airplane. paid for. Yeah, they're believing for that. I'm gonna live in that house, and it's gonna be paid for. I believe I'm a debt free. Uh -huh. I'm gonna give hundreds and thousands of dollars to the, and we are a ministry, and people are gonna give hundreds and thousands of dollars to us because we are a ministry. If we believe for something paid for, and money comes from left field, then because you know we're God's favorite. He is fond of us. He's crazy yeah. about us. He loves us. You know, he carries I, us and he rejoices I, over us. One Thank thing you, I'll Father. always remember about the the the, um, the cable box that came on that Sunday before the playoffs. I always talk about that. Denver Broncos won that year. Um, but I always remember your prayer was such a simple prayer. Father, I would like to have a cable box to watch the playoffs. If it's your will, please, Lord. It was just like a kid asking for a bicycle. Okay. You did the same thing with the DV player. I don't think you realized what you said. Father, I need to be, I want to watch this movie. I remember I asked the Lord for the, uh, I asked him for the numbers for the lottery. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I asked him, I saw that, that lady, that little old lady, that rich lady at the Trader Joe's. Uh -huh. She gave me her cart. How to, but I saw, I saw that God was smiling at me. And he said, all you have to do is ask. Yeah. All you got to yeah. do is ask. Yeah. I have no problem with you. You know, being very fortunate in this world. I have no See, problem with yeah. it. I, I love you. Yeah. As my kids don't ask me, they don't believe yeah. that, you know, I'm that, I'm that, like you said, you had a dream today about, um, about a man making a mistake and he gave $2,000 to cover the mistake. Something yeah. Like that. Yes. And I said, it sounds like my Heavenly Father. He says, the devil came to stomp on us, you know, take away so much of our privileges now that we're back with Jesus. The Lord says, well, you know, I'll pay for the difference. I'll make it up for you. Here, here, here's $200 million. Here's $100 million for your troubles. Yeah, and Because he's a father. Because yeah. you paid attention to my son Jesus. Wow. You've done the, the right way. You're going in the right direction. Wow. And so many of other people are, are leaving those blessings behind. But you're asking yeah. for them. Oof. Give me the fortunes, Lord. Yes, my father's. Lord. Father Abraham, Isaac, and, it was and, and just, Newton. And, and it was Justine telling me. She was saying that, you know, uh, here's, you know, it was a leader or something, and it was like, um, you know, this broke. The, it sounded like it was a baby's crib that broke. It broke, and here's how he handled it. Just, here's $2,000 to fix it. <laughs> uh, $2,000 is a lot of money for a crib to break. Okay, so you really don't need that much money because it doesn't cost that much. But it was like nothing to the, to the man. Here, fix it. Like no problem. It, it, it was that kind of thing. Just the way she explained it to me, it's like, wow, you're wow. a good man. You have a good wow. boss, or whatever it was she was explaining to me. Yeah, no problem. Here's how he fixes things. You know how he fixes things? This thing broke, and he said, here, here's two thousand dollars. It was nothing. It was, you know, that is a good message that I got in that dream. I got to write that down. I will write it down. But, you know, it's just the, the one thing here, we talk about this confirmation, asking God for confirmation. I know myself, my experience, how many times have I gone forward without confirming with God or even asking him, Lord, should I go this way like David was doing? Should I move to the left or to the right? You know, and, um, and that's, that's why we want to, you know, even if you have a dream, you always want to get your confirmation to See that that's the guidance you're receiving. You know, you, you just we always just want to confirm with God, Lord, is this where I'm moving? Is this where I should be? 
we want to be at the right place at the right time in God's path and His flow of the Spirit. You know, is is uh, you know, we pray to the Father, we praise Jesus for His victory and His power for any problems. We pray to the Father, and then we ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom in the situation. And we, I don't know how many times, see, the, the, the Holy Spirit has helped me fix things. When Rosa came to Albertson, her car broke down, and out of desperation, she bought this this uh, Korean car, you know, and, and, you know, high payments and four-cylinder, and it stopped, it would stop working, it would turn on, it wouldn't turn on, it, w- it was at the Albertson, I went over there, and, and then... Um, at that time, I first time I see a motor that was sideways, you know, and the transmission is sideways, a little foreign car. I have no idea what the, how to, to take a look at it, but I prayed, and then somebody told me, he goes, hug the motor. So I got, <laughs> I got up there, and I got on top of the motor, and I hugged the motor, and I put my hands around it, way out down there to deep, like, like if it was a person. I said, I thank you, Holy Spirit. And I felt the little wire that was loose. Wow. And a little wire would touch the starter, and yeah. then it would move on, and it would start when it would touch the starter. Mm-hmm. I got it and plugged it in. Woo! Stuff. You know, that, that's just one story Holy that Spirit. I know that you have done that many times when you're out there doing your little mechanic work. The Holy Spirit gives you direction on what to do. Look at Randy. He had mm-hmm. that, that, that center console. He had a big rag in there. And remember that rag had, kind of had blood in it or something? He had a, a uh, rag holding, and he pushed it in the side to hold the council because the latch had busted. And I came over here and said, thank you, Holy Spirit. He lent me the truck. I, I detailed it, cleaned it up, and I'm looking at it. I got a little paper clip, uh, one of those, those things with black oh, yeah. ones. And I said, this thing can be fair. <laughs> and I can't put it in there, but they closed. And, 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 and with yeah. a little, uh, with a black paper yeah. clip, it was a strong clip, and it was started working. I mean, it was like instant. Like, Amen. You know, so we have faith. Faith's available yeah. to fix things Amen. Amen. through the Holy Spirit. And we thank. So Amen. my point is, like Benny Hen says, we need to develop the Holy Spirit. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God. You created all things for your purpose, Lord. You created us, Lord, to be excited. Thank you, Lord God, for that we are excited for all the benefits received and all the blessings, Lord. Thank you for the water, the air. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit and life and wisdom. Thank you for giving us wisdom and instinct that you're my Father, our God. Thank you for today's benefits. Thank you for the rewards that our hands have made. Thank you for forgiving us and throwing away our sins and giving us rewards. The rewards we say yes and amen to all the rewards in heaven, all the, the rewards on earth, and all the rewards our actions create, Lord. Bless us, Lord, according to your word, according to your word. Thank you for all the gold, the silver. Thank you for all the diamonds, Lord. Thank you for all the um, nourishment and ingredients that's in the ocean, Lord. All the kale, all the solutions, Lord to take care of mankind, Lord. And we thank you for the solutions. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God for the motorcycle riders. Thank God for that family that won $360 million out of Illinois. God bless that family. May they. Many people will be blessed. And their prayers have been answered. Thank you, Lord.
And now here's Anna. Second okay. uh, Corinthians eleven sixteen to thirty three. Again, I Paul say, don't think that I'm a fool to talk like this. But even if you do, listen to me as you would to a foolish person. While I also boast a little, such boasting is not from the Lord, but I'm acting like a fool. And since others boast about their human achievements, I will too. After all, all you think after all you think you're wise, but you enjoy putting up with fools. You put up with it when someone enslaves you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you, takes control of everything, and slaps you in the face. I'm ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that. But whenever they dare to boast about whatever they dare to boast about, I'm talking like a fool again. I dare to boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? So am I. No. Are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I faced danger from rivers and robbers and from robbers. I faced danger with my own from my own people, the Jews as well as from the Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I've been hungry and thirsty and have gone often without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then besides all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches, who is weak without my feeling that weakness. Who is led astray, and I do do not burn, and I do not burn with anger. If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I'm not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas kept guards at the city gates to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape from him. Wow. Um, yeah. Go ahead and read the uh, Psalms. Psalms and the prayer. Okay. So, uh, Psalm 51, 1 to 7, it says to express your needs to God and trust him to provide ask for ask him for the confidence to live in an anticipation of his provision Psalm 54 1 to 7 come with great power O God and rescue me defend me with your might listen to my prayer O God pay attention to my plea for strangers are attacking me violent people are trying to kill me they care nothing for God but God is my helper the Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promise and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. 
I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. And Proverbs 23, 1-3 says, While dining with a ruler, pay attention to what is put before you. If you're a big eater, put a knife to your throat. Don't desire all the delicacies, for he might be trying to trick you. Amen. Amen. Now, this, um, this psalm, I mean, 2 Corinthians, mm-hmm. where Paul illustrates yeah. all the things that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the harshness that he received, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And it kind of weighs out because he was going against the grain. You know, he was going against the people's law that they've been for hundreds of years has been ingrained, and they haven't heard anything opposite as opposed to the the gospel. Even even at that time, the uh, Islam was not out there yet. Islam came with, you know, with uh, um, I think 800 years after Christ was uh, that guy Solomon or whatever. You know, those religions started. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, it was clear cut. And then when Paul, and, and it stands to see that he had to talk about all his uh, whippings and, and shipwrecks and, uh, and lashes, you know, five different times, you know, um, beaten with rods. And, uh, it sounds about what, what, what a world without any spirit would do. And, and and most of these people were adamant about protecting the law, and they're the ones that are supposed to love God, and that's how they they reacted. And uh, he had an incredible journey, an incredible you know uh, duty and commandment and goal that made by God to um, even to today his writings are amazing. Yeah. <coughs> the um, the Romans to the Romans, Ephesians, all his letters are just amazing. Uh, but what would you think he was trying to say in the beginning when he kept saying, you know, such boasting is not from the Lord, but I'm acting like a fool. And since others boast about their human achievements, I will too. After all, you think you're wise, but you enjoy putting up with fools. You know, what <coughs> well, they know that, that uh, self-aggrandizement and boasting is in the scripture. If you're going to boast, boast about, about the Lord. Lord. Right. And any any kind of flattery is really deceitful. So they know those basic rules. So it's like AA in AA too. We don't we don't try not to aggrandize our accomplishments at home and so forth. Everybody mm-hmm. tries to be the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I need this because I have to go out and say, hey, well, you know, I. I have begun meetings in here and so and so, and every time I mention it, things happen. Like right now, we just had a text from Alamo from Antioch saying they started at 8:30 morning meeting on Saturday, a workshop, and and uh, Mark. Wow. And Mark was, you know, because I'm always talking about how we 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 structure whatever is need. You feel there's a need, fill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that, when I was starting the meetings in uh, Sacramento, the group got excited, and they started having, organizing night dances and organizing events and so forth, because, you know, spirit-filled people are movers and doers, you know, and, and we see a need and we feel that there's a need to shovel 
the word of God or right thinking unto people's mouths, you know, and have distributions, distributions. Um, I was talking about less about that three o'clock meeting that, that I started boasting at the park. Only lasted for three months, but I was I was telling him on the table how I go. It was almost three, and I was running late, and I was running. I, I drove to the park, and I'm praying, Jesus, Jesus, help me, please, Jesus, be there and help me, you know, help this thing started. I'm crying to you know, and uh, and when I get there, someone's sitting on the bench. There's only one, and it's Jesus. I called on Jesus, and Jesus was sitting on the bench there, with his feet on the table where you normally sit. He was sitting on top of the bench. On the park, and the long hair and the toes and stuff. And you saw him. And when I got there, it was barefooted Bob. He looks just like Jesus. Ah. <laughs> he, he's the long-haired guy. Yeah. And he was standing like that. I was calling out, Jesus, Jesus, with no toes and long wow, hair. And, and from the side, he looked just like Jesus. <laughs> and I said, Wow, Jesus, you answered my prayer. You're even here. Is barefoot Bob still around? Yeah, he moved up to. Um, Fresno, got a great deal in the house, but he's over here. Uh, he comes down once in a while, and he goes to the 7 a.m. And he was a great guy. He, you know what he said? I came down here just to see if I can help. See if I can help. And he heard there was 3 o'clock meetings there. Isn't that awesome? Wonderful. Um, so good. Um, so boasting about the things of the Lord. Um, we must boast about but his mercy. His, not human achievements. Yeah, e even yep. if you're in the church helping and serving, it's not going to be boasting about the, that service. It's a work. fine art to tell them what God has done yeah, for you. Yeah, exactly. Or what you have done, yeah. see? So the Lord has put his... Remember Pastor Keith, he would always talk about that. He goes, my faith got me this car. And then he realized that he wasn't including the Lord. Yeah. And we all get we tested. All, we, get, we all The saved. Lord said in the trial of testing, and I haven't been able to pass any of those tests. I don't know about you. But, you know, I totally forget when I get up there about who created me, who gave me right. We all, throughout the day, you know, we, we tend the, to say the things that are only strange. We have to thank God for the pride of the ego. They're there for a purpose, but not but not for boasting. They're there for a purpose. Right. I, I think it's for to... to, to for us to be better. Well, and, and so then I was reading down here a little further. and says, if I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. Mm. And God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of the eternal praise, knows I'm not lying. Okay, so um, he went through all this persecution, being beaten, being shipwrecked. Um, you know, but... You know, it's not, to me, it's not to the point where it's like, you know, I, I'm boasting and I say I'm so, I'm so weak, um, you know, to put myself down. I don't put myself down and that, because then I'm, I'm delving into taking for my identity of how Christ made me. Yeah, yeah. So I have to remember that, you know, I went through this trial. Yes, it was, I was, it was hard. You know, I was shipwrecked. I was on the island. I got 39 lashes. I... You know, had to escape in a basket, but you know what? God brought me through it. It was His presence, His power, that brought me out of that. So I, I was weak, but the Lord is the power, powerful. So you kind of have to remember that when you read that, it's like, 
Uh, you yeah. got to say a, you know, a weakness and hooked up with a mercy. Right, uh, amen. Uh, we hooked up with a mercy and then amen. the triumph. Amen. What happened to right. triumph? Right, the testimony. You know, the triumph or his will is getting done in my weakness. His will is getting done in my weakness. In my stupidity, his right. will is getting done. Amen. Uh, like for me, like a prideful thing for me that I overcame, I believe, is that when I, the first time I got fired from a job, boy, I just felt like that was in humiliating right and so you know I got fired for being late and I was late like five ten minutes all the time and I didn't care I was 22 three four years old or whatever eh, I just showed up you know and then they they I mean for five or I forget how long I was it five years six six years with the company whatever they got kind of got tired of it even though I was a really good salesperson over the phone I had my accounts they liked me you were pride yeah in your yeah work. So, so then, uh, one day they came and they gave me a notice, like, like a warning, like if you're late again, we're gonna fire you. They just, they didn't talk to me about it. They just put it on my chair, which is kind of disrespectful. They didn't sit down and, and talk to me about it. Um, so I kind of got rebelled on that. It's like, well, you put that on my chair, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It was soon after that. I didn't take long. I was late, and so they terminated me. And um, give you a servant's pay, everything? No, there wasn't really servant's pay in that time. It was my first job that I got. And um, so I got terminated from it, and I went home, and I, it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. Because, see, what happened was I was really good at what I was doing, that I could have been the lead, put in a lead position. But because of my tardiness, they didn't want to put me in that position. They put somebody else out there that was not a leader. So, you know, I never got the, the promotion that I was wanting. And so then, um, you know, after that, I applied. I actually, the reason I didn't go to, I called in or something. I forget what happened, but I went and I, I went to an interview. I called in and I went to an interview for another job. And that was kind of like opened the door for me to supervise, to train, and to manage so kind of like you don't believe like you're doing something and the door is closing and even if you're rebellious God opens another door it was less pay but at the end it it turned out to be the best success I mean that's where I got my training to do managing and learning customer service management and so that's when it just everything just took me from there I got and you got into big money then. I got bigger money yeah it just what a I blessing. Just, well, it just multiplied. So what, what I'm saying is, it was hard for me to tell somebody, hey, I got fired. You know, now I can easily talk about it. But it was like, I wouldn't repeat that to anybody. <laughs> well, that's pride and ego on our part. Right. That's what I'm saying. Do give yeah. you a good example of that. Yeah. You know, of, of what, you know, my weakness, I, I was, wasn't able to talk about my weakness. <clears throat> so, uh, amen. So the idea is, is uh I don't know. Anyway, go ahead and pray and we'll shut her down. Okay, Father God, we just thank you for the word that we received, Lord, today. Thank you for the, um, just the, the, the word that tells us that we're going to boast, we should boast in our weaknesses and not in human strength or human achievements, Lord. It's always a great reminder to, to us, Lord, that you're the one that, um, gives us the giftings. You're the one that gives us the, um, 
the, the, the callings, Lord, the destinies. You're, it's you. It's all about you, Lord. You're the one who's, who's leading us in the way we should go. And, Father, directing us. And, and, Father, we just thank you for your wisdom, that you would pour out wisdom and knowledge, that we would have wisdom and knowledge and get understanding, like the Word says, Lord. So we just thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for the fact that uh, I had to overcome my flesh to get to this point today. And um, I just I just bless you and I honor you, Lord, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.